0: Now here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. As this is airing, I am in Calgary. No, I'm not. Where am I? I don't even know where I am. You're no, probably
1: on your way back someplace.
0: No, I am. I am headed to. I've got. I went to Calgary. I am headed back, and I'm going to Michigan. I'm going to, to Kenross, Michigan. I'm doing camp. Amen. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So another camp, awesome. Three camps this year. I'm excited about that. And a family camp. I guess four. I I did a family camp in Calgary as this aired this week. So praise the Lord. Good time. Good time. Anything big happening with you besides the Baptist Ed launch, the uh, the big vote coming up? What is that issue again? In a nutshell, what's the issue that you're asking folks to uh,
1: make it harder to change the Ohio Constitution? Okay. Because in on the November ballot, right now if there's a basically fifty percent plus one vote changes the wow. constitution. Ohio constitution okay. been changed over 170 times, and so wow. uh, this will move it up to uh, among other things, it'll move the vote up to sixty percent in order to change the constitution. Because a lot of big money's been coming in from out of state. And they want to bypass the legislature because we're very conservative in the legislature, right, right? And so they're trying to bypass it and just get a little cheap little vote to, you know, change mm. our laws. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: there you go. So people of Ohio, be aware. Amen. Well, I tell you, I just every time I talk to you, I become so burdened about lobbying here in Canada. Wow, I just. We just had, I think it was C-10, Bill C-10 just went through, where the government now has control of all of the media. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, and all of the uh, internet media. So um, Meta and Twitter and all that are not reporting any more news in Canada because the Canadian government wants them to pay big bucks for it and all this. They want to have regulation over it, and so they're saying, yeah, we're not coming back. So. It's ridiculous, unbelievable. So if now we're getting to that point where if I say something they don't like, they shut you down. It's it's bad here, man. I'm telling wow. you, we've we've got to have a change of government soon. I'm telling you, we're we're in bad shape. Amen. Bad shape. Yeah. So there you go. Well, uh, today, as we said on Wednesday, let's discuss uh, young people. Let's let's be a young person going into a new youth group, and your dad has gotten a new job. Your mom's gotten a job, and they have moved you to a new state, a new province. You're going to a new church. You don't know anybody, and you have to fit into the college and career class or the young people's class. How does that go for you?
1: Well, you could always do what we did in our youth department in Tampa. And any time a a new teenager came in our youth department— Somebody would befriend them and then they would say, hey, that guy over there, his name is Hal. His brother plays baseball. He's phenomenal. You ought to ask him how his brother does. And they go up to Hal and go, hey, I heard your brother plays baseball. And Hal would say, that's not funny. He's a paraplegic. And he would walk <laughs> away really mad and the person would go, uh, and then we'd all laugh. <laughs> oh, we're <Yeah>. just joking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that was really – Considerate yeah. and compassionate. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the kind of youth group I want to be a part of right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. I mean, <laughs> it you know. was funny. <laughs> hey, look, I'm talking about 1974 and 1975 yeah. when yeah. when men were men.
0: Yeah. And and today, we don't know if they are or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where men are men and women are women, we think, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh,
1: but yeah. you wanna what you do is you walk in there only because your mom and dad made you. You yeah. inside you're like please let me sit with you in the auditorium, you know. No, yeah. you have to go to your class. And inside you're begging for someone yeah. to say to say something to you. Yeah. And here's the issue, buddy. You know it as well as I. Yeah. Many youth departments they just stare. Yeah. No one says hi.
0: No. They
1: just look at you like you've got a horn in the middle of your forehead. Yeah. And you you you're sitting there no matter what goes on, you're just praying for the end or the bell or whatever it is so you can get out of there and tell yeah. mom and dad I never want to come back here ever again. <laughs> honestly. It. Honestly. It is. I that know. is the absolute truth and or you know, when people have their, their own friends, you know, yeah. and they will not acknowledge, will not allow anybody else to uh, penetrate their inner circle. Right. And, you know, then they sit and tell jokes and they may not be making fun of that person. That person always feels like they're being yeah. made fun of because they're right. back there whispering and laughing and snickering. Yeah. And I know for sure they're they're laughing at me. And that's the youth director. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. Here's the problem is anybody that comes into a youth group is the competition. If you're a pretty girl and you come into a new youth group, the new girls are immediately on the defensive because you're the competition. Or you come in as a guy and you're a great, you know, athlete, you're the competition. And so some people get defensive of that. And then I think it's just within the nature of young people to be standoffish sometimes. Uh, I I really tried not to be that guy in our youth group. If somebody new came in, I wanted to be that guy to welcome them because I knew how awkward that was for people. And if you're listening to this today and understand what I'm saying, be that person. Be that guy, be that girl that when a new person comes in, go over and greet them, introduce them to some people, tell your friends, don't be jerks. Don't be jerks around this new guy or this new girl. You befriend them. It's hard. You know what it's like to come into a new group. Boy, if you would be that person, that would be such a help to your youth group and to that person. You'd win a friend, I'm telling you.
1: I I don't often do this, and you know I don't. I, I want to brag on our teens Uh, our teens are really great they really are great now I've only been there a year so I'm not saying look what I've done they were that way before I came Uh, you know my son and and then of course parents too but uh, you know they they built a such a welcoming attitude and spirit that um, almost never I mean I've been in there now a year and a half a little less than a year and a half, almost never, you know, we'll laugh about something, but almost never does somebody mock somebody or snicker nice. at somebody. If they do, it's because they're a visitor. And uh, I'm telling you that it makes all the difference in the world having people genuinely say, hi, my name's so-and-so. Uh, you want to sit by me? You know, that, that's all right. it takes and yeah. then the, the conversation goes from there, but I mean, yeah. it is, it is phenomenal, dealing with a group of ki- a group of young people that are just nice. Yeah, man, I rem- I'm telling you, I rem-
0: yeah, I remember as a teenager, man, I must have had you know 20, 30 girls walk in that class and say, "Hey, can I sit with you?" Um, it was it was awkward at first, but I tried to be a friend to all of them. Because your pastor
1: said, you take compassion on the ugly. You take compassion (laughs) on the backward. You make sure you're nice to those that are awkward. And they were good Christian girls, buddy. They were
0: good Christian girls. (laughs) There were two of us in the youth group, and (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if she was my sister. You got longer
1: than 50% of the people there. (laughs) I don't don't care if
0: she was my sister. I thought she was pretty. (laughs) I'll tell you what's hard is I, I just talked to a pastor's daughter the other day. And her dad was uh, had left a church and was going to take another church, and she said, I'm really not looking forward yes. to going into a new youth group as the pastor's kid. And I've talked to guys as well, you know, pastor's son. That's a tough thing because not only are you the new kid, you're the pastor's kid. Yes. And you might be coming in to spy on us or to rat us out or, you know, Whatever, And that could be tough. So if that's the kid coming into your youth group, man, take great pity on them and try to help them and befriend them. They need that. And that's tough. That's tough.
1: Just being nice. You know, yeah. I mean, the, the world needs to see nice people, and Christians should just be nice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, you do have to communicate. All right. So once you get past the, hi, my name is this. You know, are are you new here? Are you visiting today? You're on vacation. Once you get past that, it's all downhill. Right. And so just just do it. You know, we, we're so overcome with, well, I'm a guy. It's going to look like I'm hitting on this girl. You know, or yeah. I'm a girl. Yeah. I'm going to make a, It's going to look like I'm coming on to this guy. You know, so I can't say anything. The guys have to say it, or the, it, you don't have to do it. Just be nice. You know right. now again, if you're a guy talking to a girl or vice versa, you may not say you want to sit with me, <laughs> or maybe yeah. you would. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyway, uh, you know, you don't have to be, you know, like that necessary to to put add more pressure into some situation. You know, but hey, my name's so and so, and I'm glad that you're here. That that's amazing. That's amazing yeah. to do that. And yeah. it, honestly, it just, you know what I'm talking about. The average youth department, Independent Baptist Youth Department, yeah. people don't do that.
0: No, no, they don't. I, I'll tell you, too, if you know that somebody is coming, uh, maybe you've heard there's a new family coming into the church, or they maybe they, it's their first Sunday, why, why don't you be that family, if you're an adult, why don't you be that family and invites them over to meet your teenage kids or college-age kids and let them meet them in that setting of just them um, and get to know them so that when they do come to church, they've got a friend already. That would be a great help. And that could be a great ministry for people. If you've got teenagers or college age kids to do that for those new ones coming in. If you're a deacon and you know that new pastor coming in has kids, man, set it up so they can meet some other teenagers and a smaller group is better to start within the whole youth group. And, you know, because people don't know you or know anything about you, they are cautious. They're cautious, and if you can get them alone, that's a great way to do it. Great way to start that.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, my dad moved a lot, and uh, you know, it maybe be at one church for two and a half years, three years, be another church, maybe a year and a half, another one, maybe six years. But however it worked out, I went to eleven different. Schools. Wow. wow! And so I always had to learn to say hi. And that's not normally me. And I think right. the Lord had me do that and go through that to learn to overcome whatever shyness that I had about me. And so whenever, whenever I went through and did that, I, I got in the habit of just learning to talk to people, and which I thank the Lord because that's what I do now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you, you have to, you, somebody's got to be that person that steps up and says, you know what, I'm just going to get over my fear. I'm going to get over my timidity and I'm going to be that person that makes the first move or I'm going to make the first comment. And I will often do that. I'll go into a room and I just, I, I start it I when I go to a new church to preach, I go around and meet people in the church. I don't wait that for them to come right. to me. I, I've been in I've been churches as an adult, yes. and I'll sit there. I, I went to one church purposely, and I said, I'm not going to shake anybody's hand. I'll see how many people come. Not one person. Wow. Not one. In a wow. church of probably 200 people. I mean, I had a suit on. I had my Bible. I had my yes. family. Not one person in an independent church. Mm. And so that night, sadly... Uh, my kids said, Dad, can we go somewhere else? And we went to a different church. We went to a Southern Baptist church, and they were all over us. They were so kind. They were so nice. One lady gave us 20 bucks for the kids to get some ice cream. And my kids were like, Dad, that's the kind of church we want to go to. And I thought, how sad yeah. that an independent church would leave my family feeling that way. And then I eventually one lady yeah, turned but around. But still,
1: showing up with a hockey mask with blood on it and a machete yeah. in your hand yeah. That's not the way you want to go in well, a zero.
0: Who knew that the Team Canada hockey jersey would not be a big hit in Georgia? I mean <laughs> <laughs> The Captain Canada jacket
1: just doesn't go in Alaska, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so about how old were your kids? Young teen, mid teen?
0: Yeah. Younger teens. Yeah. So how yeah. do you
1: explain that? That that's oh. so difficult. You know, I just always turn the tables whenever we get in a, a bad situation like that, and yeah. I just go, okay, now you know how it feels. Don't let somebody else feel that way at your exactly. church. Exactly. You know, because that's exactly. about all you can do to make it positive.
0: Yeah. yeah I just told him, yeah, we're going to become Southern Baptists.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get free ice cream if you go to the Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> no, I, and I did. I told him, I said, that that was awkward, wasn't it? That was tough. Yes. Yes. Let's never do that. Amen. Let's never let anybody come to our church and feel Amen. that way. Amen. And uh, man, you gotta, because that's te- that's a terrible testimony. Yes, and it's, it's a, like people don't come back if they don't feel welcome. They don't come back. You you think of the restaurants that you like to eat at. You think of the stores you like to shop at. I guarantee you, there are people saying, "Hey, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks for coming. What can I get you?" Um, th- that's that's the attitude people. Well, want that runs me for. off
1: from the stores.
0: Well, you don't want every five I, I'm seconds. I'm
1: like, leave me alone. Wow. I, I I'm on a mission. I've got three and a half minutes. I want to go get my thing, check out, and get back in the car to get out of kids. because I hate shopping. When the boys were little, I'd go, okay, you ready? We're going to go guy shopping. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, there'd be toddlers, you know, maybe four or five. We're going to go guy shopping. What are we going to get? All right, we need to get pencils, we need to get crayons, and we need to get some paper. Okay, what are we getting? All right, we'd drive up there and go, what are we getting? Pencils, crayons, paper. Okay. We go in. We wouldn't race. We go in, get them, go through the checkout, get in the car, and go, yeah. four and a half minutes. Great job, guys. You know, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, but I've also been to the restaurant with you and you're like, where is that waitress? Where's the waitress? It's been two minutes. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I I did. I've I've watched some of those things in business. Like you go to like I've been to Hobby Lobby a few times with my wife. Those people are awesome. They oh, don't hound yeah. you, but they are like, Can I help you? Oh, I'm good. Right. Okay. If you need anything, I'm right over here. Just that introduction of help.
1: We really. need more Chick-fil-A teens in our youth there you department. Go.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If you can uh, do it at there? work,
1: you can do it at church.
0: Yeah. What what's their slogan? What can I do to help you? Is it yes?
1: Hello. May I help you? You know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Or how can I serve you today, or something like that? It's a yeah. It's a great. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yep. My pleasure. I like at Walmart. At most WalMarts, if you ask somebody where is something, they will take you right to it. They don't tell you, go down to this aisle and turn left. They say, come on. And they they take off with you and show you where it's at. That's a great thing. Somebody comes to church, do you have a nursery? Yeah, let me show you where it is. I'll take you right over here. Or, you know, a new kid comes in, and I used to do this as pastor. I'd see a new teenager come in and say, hey, I want to introduce you to one of our best teenagers. Hey, uh, you know, Betty, Susie, this is a new person. Take them to class, introduce them for me, and help me with that. And a lot of times they would do that. So sometimes it's the adults. And just to, to show
1: you that I'm not... Uh, a hypocrite. Yeah, I take that same attitude in church, and whenever people come walking in the door, I bring the offering plate right to them. Yeah, and I say, "How may I help you tithe today?" Yes, and then when they put money in, I say, "My pleasure." <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you say, "My paycheck." <laughs> My paycheck. My pleasure. And they come in well, and they well, say, Thank you. "My pencil. pleasure." They come in and they say, Pencil, crayons, paper. (laughs) (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors. You were out of here, pal. Oh, man. Hey, listen, if you're a teenager or you're college age, would you be conscious of these things? Look for somebody to tell about Christ. Forget who they are, just tell them about Christ. They're a soul that needs Christ. Would you look for people in church that are new or struggling or just need a friend and befriend them? Be that person. I'm telling you, it's a blessing and it's a joy when you help people that are struggling like that. Be that kind of person. I'm Al Stone. I've been on both sides of that. I've, I've been the guy that was new and felt all alone, and I've been the guy that wanted to help somebody, and I'd much rather be the guy helping somebody than all alone
1: man, I knew a uh, a sister church in Tampa whenever we lived in Tampa, and the youth director challenged the teens. and he said, "Let's be so friendly, and we're going to take account on how many new families with teens join our church this year." And so they went out, and you'd never believe it. It was eighteen families. joined the church that year who had teens, because the teens were saying, hey, I like that place.
0: Right, right. That's a huge thing. I've had people, uh, when I first started out here in St. Thomas, they said, yeah, we're going to go to another church because you don't have a program for my teenagers. I said, yeah, but if they come, we would. No, My teens want something. Oh, absolutely true. Yep, You're right. You're right. I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, and uh, I'm going to go out and find some People and befriend them. Uh well it's it's actually twenty to ten right now, so I'll probably wait till morning.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is
1: Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. I have no friends and I don't plan on having any more, so just <laughs> leave me alone.
0: Good. Here's your crayons. Go color in your paper. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend, eh? We'll, uh, we'll look forward to having you with us on Monday. This is the Tim Talks. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at TimTalks.com. That's T-I-I-M Talks.com.